Welcome everybody back down to the beat. Come at you live with your host, the most John and the Fika, aka Chow Stacks, Chow Honey, Fik Day, Fik Daddy. What it do, what it does, everybody. And if anyone has seen Coleman or Jacques Rockhart alike, please let us know because he's been missing for more than 24 hours. He's a grown man, though. We aren't going to go talk to the police. We just, if you know any information, we are offering um, cash tips, you know, and rewards. Um, but yeah. We got boss man in the house filling in. So, yeah. yeah, we're offering uh, twenty five Canadian tire dollars to anyone that finds. Took us a long time <laughs> to collect all that money, so you better be appreciative. And you can only spend it in one place. That's how we know you're not using it to buy drugs. <laughs> he he answers to semen. <laughs> Both the substance and the name. <laughs> C man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a we got a fun podcast coming up. It's always a good time when boss man's around, you know. Oh yeah. Yes sir, yes sir. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about we've got a gone but not forgotten, right off the bat. Sad, uh, always a sad occasion when we got one of these. But someone from back home for you, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, gone but not forgotten. Uh, rest in peace to Sarona Mokrahodi, uh, also known as Sasa Class. Uh, this is a hip hop legend in but from Botswana um how long she been doing her thing for um honestly i'd say she's been doing her thing since 2010 around that around that era she's born in 93 so she passed away in a car in a helicopter accident uh died at 27 but man this woman was she was a she was like the Nicki Minaj of Botswana. I was gonna bro. say, is she is she like, like is she like hometown like local hero kind of yeah. thing, or does she is she got some growth outside of just bots? Yeah, man, she had she definitely had some growth outside of bots. Uh, people from South Africa knew of her, even just with other uh, neighboring countries like Zambia and stuff. She she had made her name. Like I said, she had been in the game since 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she was. I've I've never really listened to um, her projects, like any projects she's put out, but I do have favorite songs of hers regardless that i know um she's dropped like playing with myself produced by my monexus the one and only monexus no way. oh yeah that Let's dropped say. in like 2019 uh, uh also with this amazing artist called samantha mohwe they have a song called you i jam that i've jammed that shit all the time and with fucking another artist ski mask um make it make it your story she was a great songwriter she could actually spit bars man you know what i'm saying like when i say Nicki minaj like the, these like people who rose Nicki's bars like sasa class had bars man and yeah she's confidence of a fucking tiger lion man you know she was just a beast and she will be missed Jeez. she will be missed what's how can you just give us like what sort of uh it's hip hop. It's hip hop. Like, can you relate her to any other artists in the game right now? Uh, I mean, just like her persona and her character, bro. I I want to give her that Nicki Minaj title, you yeah, know, okay. but not 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 like not that Barbie Queen type thing. Ah, uh, dude, like I don't know. She rocked the pink hair though, yeah. and everything it was like Barbie Queen shit. Like, but yeah. like I don't know. Like I don't know if that's what she was going for, or whatever. But <laughs> that she was fucking sick, man. And rest in peace. Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, 20, I was gonna say damn. 27 Club gains another member. That's insane. Damn, I didn't that's, even take that. That's in. such a fucked concept to me, just in general. The yeah. 27 Club. Before we before we do move on, um, Sasa Class S A S A space K L A A S for yes. anyone who wants to dive into her music. Tap in. We I was actually searching so. on Apple Music and SoundCloud. I don't have Spotify. Uh, I was I was gonna ask you, but uh, mm. 
I yeah, I couldn't really find projects on there. Hmm. Just all these singles that I'm kind of naming off, and more, more singles, tons of singles, but I couldn't couldn't really find uh, that. Well, her discography, yeah. even on she's got a Wikipedia page and everything too, and huh. not just kind of mentions singles and stuff. But I, she has to have a project out. That's what I mean. She's been in the game for 10 years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't just be surviving. One hit wonder all the time. <laughs> Repeat one hit wonders. Right. Um, yeah, no, that's it. So is it, is it being felt pretty hard in Barcelona? Oh, dude, like it was all I was seeing on the gram. You know, people were just sending the condolences, their love. Like her mom was actually a politician back at home too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. That's what it even says on Wikipedia um, that uh, she was raised by a single mom politician. I like I don't I really don't know her. I kind of hopped on Botswana music in like 2014. That's when I really like started getting into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but still not even like knowing the artists like that deep. Like I mm-hmm. didn't even know who Sasa Class really was. But you know it's crazy. I I would see her around like a mall or something from far and i'd just be like shit that's sasa class but you know i've never oh, met that her. kind of thing oh it's yeah bro it's on a small you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like that's crazy that's crazy but but she's like huge but she was huge man and she still is she's a legend and I'll never forget her well rest easy sasa class it's a cool name i gotta say yeah i like that name doc's not pulling up <laughs> my computer's not working that's all right i think i know what we're gonna talk about next <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Coleman. That goes ten minutes into the yeah. episode. You know, I rose Coleman a lot, yeah. but <laughs> every time I step in, something wrong happens. He's got a pretty tough job. Pretty tough we job. don't pay him damn near enough, man. We, Coleman, if you're out there, wherever you are, buddy, we miss you, man. We miss you. Yeah, I'm good. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You know, I always got to fucking jab you on COVID. I actually do forget what the next thing is, though, to be honest. Uh, burner accounts. Burner accounts. Right. That's what I was going to I want to talk about is <laughs> I, I know there's never really anyone who comes out in hip hop and like is found out to have a burner account, at least from what I've been able to kind of find. But you see it a lot in the NBA and a lot of art like Kevin, Kevin Durant, uh, Alfred Payton just got found out. Who plays on the Knicks and like his new his his burner account name was like Knicks fan sixty three like <laughs> is that dude, his number that I no I don't maybe that would have been funny like could you imagine dude? yeah you're just sticking up for and he's not a great player like he's just standing up for himself the whole like <laughs> you gotta wonder how these people mm-hmm. you know kind of conduct themselves in it. Kevin Durant used burner accounts to defend himself on Twitter yeah like another account mm-hmm. same with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Goodell's his, like, his wife used secret accounts to like help back her husband. Hmm. What? <laughs> so, and yo, this that's is, a ride or die, right there. <laughs> <laughs> this like, uh, see, that's the thing. I was thinking about burner accounts. Is does it matter that much? You know what I mean? Like, I think a celebrity deserves a burner account, but ce- not in the not for the reasons that like you were just reading off like I kevin durant yeah fucking standing up for himself <laughs> yeah, bro like, just stand up for yourself dude, like, you're like, seven feet tall man grow the phone <laughs> you still got some growing up to do man like what are you saying yeah, i think you should be allowed to have it so you could go on there and watch as much tiktoks shamelessly <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah you can like shit you know what i mean like no one will know it's you like that you can just go on there and creep and do shit too i feel like 
Like you just also have to because your other accounts like a business account, That's right? Exactly like you can't it. do shit with that. I was, Down of the wires has got a burner account, right? We got a burner account. Oh yeah. Yeah. We I'm dare you to go platform. find it. We <laughs> dare you to go find our burner account. <laughs> you know the same platform, man. <laughs> yeah, we got an OnlyFans burner. <laughs> so look out. <laughs> If you want feet pics of feeks for the low, <laughs> you know where to go. <laughs> so kill me. That would be, we should, okay, that's another whole other idea. But I say we take pictures of Coleman when he's not looking and then just put on OnlyFans. Only it's on thing. the premium on the <laughs> website. The <laughs> a Coleman gallery. Anyways, if you were an artist, a famous artist, do you think you would have a burner account? Yes. Yeah. I already have had a burner account <laughs> i was young that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> you're a troll that nah, wasn't a troll what i was a troll your burner account? dude I, i'm not gonna talk about <laughs> it <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing but i've just had a burner account <laughs> deleted it immediately because i also i too got caught with my burner account <laughs> so. if anyone ever comes across the username jedi master <laughs> Dude, I gotta be careful with that one too because I'm using that username a lot. <laughs> so people will recognize this. I could see why artists could use burner accounts though, because Kendrick Lamar has like, I think it's only like 11 liked tweets. Yeah, or and something. he just went back and liked that Jack Harlow tweet. Yeah, and everyone's kind of like roasting him for everyone's it. Everyone's like they they're roasting him. He has eh? like 11 liked tweets, and he hasn't liked a tweet for like two years. Jack Harlow posted that video. Of mm. him rapping as a kid. Do you, do you know what I'm know, I know which about? one. Yeah, I, I saw when people And uh, everyone's freaking out. They're like, Kevin Durant or Kevin Kendrick, Kendrick. Lamar liked this tweet. And it gets so crazy. But like, it was know, Kendrick, Kendrick and Drake. Drake yeah, also Drake, like, commented, like, commented on, on the post yeah. on Insta. But like, Kendrick Lamar just can't take a shit, scroll through Twitter, and <laughs> like an embarrassing video of Jack Harlow. You know what I mean? Like, it could have been by mistake too, man. That's you know, what I mean. you just press that shit like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I Drake just, fucking intensely was I love you man like went on that shit yo Drake? we should do a review next time on the Drake project the Drake project I was gonna suggest it to you but I didn't know if you were gonna be pro yeah it's a I sensitive think. topic <laughs> it's, it's worth talking about it's cause it's getting love and I think it'd be a good contradictory thing cause I obviously didn't like it but you didn't like it no come on yeah come on <laughs> Come on. You should teach a class. Drake hating 101. <laughs> Dude, it was so jokes. My boys this guy's are, always got something to say. My boys are t- like telling me like, yo, man, like, it's that take care Drake. He's back, bro. He's that 2011 Drake. I, I listen to that shit. I'm like, come on. Don't be late. <laughs> you reaching, man. Lemon like pepper freestyle. Yeah. Fucking nuts, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I like the beat on What's New, but we're drifting off top. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there next yeah. week. So stay tuned for that. Um, Burners. I I think it, social media. I think for an artist, we were just talking to Teach Andy about it. You know what I mean? And he was saying, you know, it can be a very good place for an art for an artist. You know, to really put themselves out there to be able to climb the ladder of um, success easily because it's so it's, it gives them so much uh, room to grow and mm-hmm. put their stuff out there and hope that something lands and something sticks. Like we were talking about TikTok and how anyone can kind of blow up on TikTok for being. Yep. I don't know, like like being trendy in a minute, you know. What Word, I mean? no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Small th- ways, big thing with a big bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can blow up like this, dude. <laughs> I 
we cut in that video over. I could do that right before. No, it's That's a, going on our burner, bro. <laughs> um, I I think, but with that same token that it is such a free market, as T. Chandy said, which I thought was a really cool way to put it, is like social media is technically just a huge free market for artists, right? Um, like, but the thing is too is artists and and creatives are so mysterious it seems and have such a um aura or uh energy to keep up on their social media which is such it's a crazy tough. thing like you got to keep a theme with yourself Bro. or like you get like it's tough theme. enough being consistent it's making like music other like, side to be yourself. consistent even like with us it's tough enough being consistent with pods and blogs and mm-hmm. stuff but like now to add it on top of it being yeah. consistent with our social media mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be taking shit cool, like it, and that's like we're a small time little podcast coming here but to be an artist you know what i mean always having someone following you around like hey stop for a second take a photo here like i feel like that would be such a hard lifestyle to try to uphold this whole other image like what if little baby just wants to stay inside one day he can't because he's got to go out and flex his millions on his corvette you know what i mean like it's just upholding these images that come with the social media age and music i think would be such a stressful thing that more artists should be able to just create burners like shamelessly. Uh, I think artists do get allowed to make, are allowed to make burners shame like without shame. Mm-hmm. It's just when they get found out, I guess. Not necessarily they get found out. It's just when they get found out doing what fucking Kevin Durant Such was shit. doing. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So, like yeah. if you're fucking... I, I more so mean, like, it, why the fuck does it matter that Kendrick Lamar liked that tweet? You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's a funny tweet. It's him, like, just laughing. Because we're still in but COVID, the fa- bro. Yeah, I guess. What else are we going to talk about? Yeah, but the fact that... All of Bunny's boobs are missing. That's the only other thing that's coming <laughs> to my mind, man. <laughs> bro, I actually... I, I, was, I wanted to talk to, to Black about it, but he commented on Six Buzz uh, about... The, the what's that fucking Pepe Le Pew Pepe Le Pew being removed from Space Jam and uh, I wouldn't even cut say cut from the Toon Squad yeah you know I, I was just looking through the comments and just people were just saying how uh, you know people are like what next you know yeah. like y'all are getting too what's touched coming next shit. yeah but I, I will give pep, them Pepe Le Pew Pepe right? Le Pew <laughs> we were saying it the other day we exactly about it on, we talked we're about sh- on Down the Wire oh wait eh? super rapey dude <laughs> yeah, man dude. like and, and it's so funny because like a lot of back home on Facebook is reacting to this and everyone there is just this like white fucking conservative fucking small town person. They're just like, what next? Like Pepe Le Pew? <laughs> like WAP is the number one song this year and we're going to take away Pepe. I'm like, dude. Yeah, this bro. Guy that's was- like teaching them at a young age bro like it's like psych psychological shit i was saying to rack i was like when i i feel like i remember watching this as a kid and being like this is my least favorite because he's such a weird fucking dude oh really i didn't like pepe le pew i I was a woke child though (laughs) he wasn't my favorite but like you know i'd watch him when he came on like it was it was jokes when he tried i only watched it because i knew tweety was coming next you know (laughs) shout out to tweety I don't know. I, I, that, Pepe Le Pew, though, I can understand getting rid of that one. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was a bit of a sus dude. Sus dude. Sus dude. Sus dude. Sus dude. Sauce. Sauce. But yo, going back to the burners, I didn't. I didn't really know what you meant by the uh, baby had to has to stay can't leave, stay at home one Little day. Little baby, like no, like you know, like 
if, if if something something happens like you know like these people on social I, I just use that as an example but i feel like they i was more so just using that as like kind of highlight the fact that a lot of these artists have this whole other person like they have their personality but i feel like behind closed doors they're much different people obviously mm. but like it, it's so crazy to kind of not be able to know like how blurred that line is to the public just because of the way they present themselves on social media you know what i mean like it, i i feel like a lot of these people i i hope they're not but i feel like a lot of the people in that kind of position of that star status move a lot like aren't fake but just are different people when the cameras are off you know what i mean but it, you I mean, don't really get to see that as a fan yeah because the cameras i don't think you'd want to see that that's that's true i guess but like you know it's like that conversation you have like oh what celebrity would you want to smoke weed with the most right you don't want to smoke weed with fucking... i mean it's i feel like we can kind of tell not necessarily tell but we we can kind of see who's putting on the facade and who's not like snoop dogg and Wiz ain't putting on like a different persona no no i feel like uzi maybe could be like you know when the camera's off he's just finally himself and yeah that's what i that phew, you know but like you know, that's it's still Uzi. Yeah. It's who he is. Like it's the persona. I think it makes it unfair for like like if you're like a celebrity of that level, you you're paying someone to make all these videos and pictures, like mm. high quality pictures of you, they're following you around. Mm. Whereas like if you're like an up and coming like, you know, like artist or platform, mm -hmm. if you wanna like get seen on the same level as those guys, fans are expecting that content, like behind the scenes quality yeah. content. But mm -hmm. you have to like work yourself to get to get those like behind the scenes videos and those behind the like scenes like our shit's just like, starting to look nice like our <laughs> shit is just starting to look nice <laughs> like, like if we want to do like like dope like behind the scenes stuff and pictures and stuff like that we got to do it ourselves it's not like we have like someone over there doing exactly like, we're paying to like do all we have a pictures. coleman like we have to have coleman now. <laughs> sometimes we want coleman in the picture <laughs> no it's it th that's a crazy idea too is you literally these guys have people they have paid like on Sally, they just walk around with a camera all the time, man. It's like their own personal paparazzi. Dude, like, I remember Kanye like just took in this kid called Nico. Nico, yeah. Yeah, you know Nico. Uh, I forget his name, his full name, but he's, his name's Nico. Oh, Nico, not Nigo. I was thinking of Nigo from like Bape, like the Bape creator of Bape. Different oh thing. no, my bad. But his name's Nico. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nicole? This, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid, I don't know where Kanye found him, but he just gave him a camera and just said follow me wherever mm -hmm. i go and it's nuts like everywhere you see kanye this this kid's with him bro recording yeah. him in the back that's crazy it's shit. like it's like travis scott with bite trash tyler oh does proud nova scotian oh the guy that made the dog yeah he, he's travis scott's videographer oh wow that's sick as fuck and ray's corrupted mind is his stylist like they just kind of all hang out together and do their thing it's crazy sick, yeah but uh that the we'll talk about it next week because i know you guys are wanting us to talk about it but the biggie doc Word. that's all of that all, most of that footage is from one guy and his crew and i'm so sad i can't think of his name right now um okay we're gonna talk about it next week too yeah but it's, it's all behind the scenes footage of just him carrying around this big camcorder damn filming. just following it's, Biggie it's and all shit, eh? like just like in your face type camera work it's kind of cool all right um i want to talk about um owning your masters because i didn't realize this my girlfriend told me about it because i'm not that up to date with taylor swift's news <laughs> but apparently taylor swift is um re-releasing her album fuck i can't remember what it's called it's one from 2008 could you i want to say it's called 17 
but I might be wrong. That makes sense. I think it could be. She was probably that age around then. I don't know. Anyways, Scooter Braun um, owns all the rights to that album. But now she's going back out on tour and she wants to uh, play these songs, but she can't because Scooter Braun owns them. And I guess Scooter Braun's a big old sea sucker. Apparently. I guess that guy's a pretty big doucher. Um, so what she's doing is she's taking all those songs, all those classic hit pop songs that everyone fell in love with when we were like nine years old, and she's re-recording them and putting them out on Apple Music and in brackets behind every track, it's called Taylor's Version. So it's all her new stuff, and she's just kind of remastering some of them. She doesn't like how some of her songs end, so she's literally just taking this 13-year-old project, revising it, and just putting it back out there. The bigger, better version. I think it's called Fearless. Fearless, not 17. That <laughs> 17 was an album from like Adele. 2014 or something. Adele had an album called Yeah, she 17. did too, didn't she? I love Adele. No, that album was... Yeah, I, but that's nuts, dude. Yeah, Scooter Braun does sound like a huge sea sucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think so, you know, like he, he's got a like, crazy story, yeah. like his, his coming up and how he discovered Justin Bieber and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, he even, you know, managed Kanye for a bit. That's but, crazy. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's nuts. It, I think it's just w- what we've always kind of talked about, about with masters and mm-hmm. artists. And it's in, it's insane how someone can just own your music. That I uh, that's that was more so what I wanted to talk about in this situation it, after this hearing about this situation rather than just the fact that like it's happening was just how crazy it would be to be in a situation where someone like owns your Dude. shit you know what I mean owns <clears throat> you almost you know Bro. what I mean like the fact that she can't even play songs that she made her famous thirteen years ago like these are old songs and Bro, she just like can't. she can't perform them that's mm. nuts yeah. Or else you'll get sued and you'll lose. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> because it's crazy. And then that's, that's, it's kind of like this whole, like, it's, it's, it's become, I feel, how long do you think this kind of talk or conversation to be prominent in hip hop? Like, how long Masters? do you think, top, like, it seems a thing Since rather the last started, year or two. Bro. Oh, like, you mean between us? It, no, like, that it's been really. Oh, since NWA, like I guess so, yeah. I remember they were having label issues just since hip hop started. Yeah, I mean since like music started, bro. I'm sure even like old rock other band. genres, yeah, you're right, have had issues with labels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with, in terms of in the hip hop, it's just always happened, and that's why you know. And do you? I think I don't know. I, it's crazy to see. You know, I do, I don't know. It's <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like I feel like it happens. Do you feel like it happens more in hip hop because um, a lot of these artists who are coming up come from very just like come from most oftentimes come from nothing. Yeah. So a- any flash of money they see, bro, like they'll just sign at it. Like if you listen to Kanye's new slaves, bro, mm-hmm. like they know that niggas can't read. You know, they just mm-hmm. throw these big ass papers to people and say sign that shit. And then, you know, these guys, are they got nothing. They desperate for food, bro. So they're going to sign that shit. And then they blow up and then they realize that they're being fucked. And mm-hmm. it's a hard place to come back from. But I think like uh, who I think about in this kind of situation is Mac Miller. Mac Miller was locked down to not a great deal where he didn't make a lot of money from his music when he first started out. And it kind of no matter how like popular his music got it wasn't like his record label really let him become this huge pop icon you know what i mean so i feel Say like that again? 
Like it, his his albums and songs gain. I guess he was a really popular guy at that point, but he was more of a subculture icon at that time than, you know, the poster child of hip hop music at that time. So, what what I'm trying to say is that a lot of these deals don't let, um, fuck, a lot of these deals will help artists learn kind of or put them in place. Like these shitty deals will put them in places that the artist may not have necessarily thought they were gonna go. But teaches them a lesson and kind of keeps them. Um, is everything good? Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't. It teaches them a lesson and kind of gives them a little context as to how much of a business this game really is. Yeah, and it's also just teaching them that they can do it by themselves. Mm. That they don't need these uh, big industries, and or at least that uh, there's a better way to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, b- with these two industries, like the companies are getting way too much leverage when it should be the other way around. That's a, it, that's just it. I, I, I can't believe it's, it's crazy that it's kind of come to that. You know what I mean? The institution sits with so much leverage that they still decide to fuck these people over. I just couldn't imagine being such a shit guy that you're like, hey, let's fuck this 21-year-old out of all of his money. Word. You know what I mean? Like, to be the guy who sits across the table and is like, ha, and consciously know that this guy is signing his... Like mm. all of his music over to you. Yeah, I'd feel like such an asshole. That's how they make their money, though. I, I get yeah. that. Yeah, that's how they eat. You know, yeah. <laughs> true. I'm reading this thing that says traditionally major uh, labels mm-hmm. like have the artists sign away their master rates, but usually it's just for a set period of time. Usually yeah. it's not forever. So I guess this Taylor Swift situation must it's be a special case. Yeah, just like a a life. But even like how it was uh, Lil Wayne and Birdman, you know, he had all of his masters for a while and Lil Wayne was fighting for that for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess they yeah, there's different, whatever different contracts say, some people temporary, some people permanent. And it's crazy because like you don't realize how much that m- music will actually make that person. You know what I mean? Like the fact that Lil Wayne was fighting tooth and nail to get back his masters from like do you know how much money he must have had to have spent on Dude. lawyers and court and fucking oh, yeah. just the whole process of trying to get that back not to mention the stress of like actually having to beef with birdman you Dude. know what i mean your mentor Dark. I, it's it's a crazy crazy process you think that you'd just read it a little better yeah my I'm, money makes you greedy you know i guess so you see, you see so so it much. Just happens more. a lot for entertainers. It does, like, even outside of music. Like Dave Chappelle got fucked with that with the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah, like oh, they word, just word, recently word. gave him all his <laughs> shit back. Yeah, I don't know. It, like we were talking about Jim Jeffries even too. Yeah, where he he signed like for was five it? comedy specials for under a hundred thousand pounds or something. Yeah, which is a lot of money to him because he was poor and like a coke addict mm. at the time. <clears throat> so that's like a lot of money to him, and then mm-hmm. you sign that deal, and you're like. Fuck, I'm famous and poor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel you like you gotta know your worth. Yeah. And that that's a I think a interesting thing too with that is when we sat in on the Stay Out Late collectives uh um their their uh what was it, their panel. Uh City Fidelia was talking a lot about the deal like deals that rappers will get themselves into. Yeah. And just spoke so much <clears throat> about I remember that shit. Spoke so much and so passionately passionately about doing it independently. And I think independent artists um you just have to have that much more appreciation for them you know oh what I mean? bro exactly dude like it's so sick Ada hakim just tweeted out uh, he just hit a million streams and this guy gets no promo 
nothing like that. Like full on all him grinding. Mm. And it's been a minute since 2016. This guy blew up and my, my man finally hit a million streams. So that's Shout like, out. you know, Mike got yeah. on, got a le- got onto a label and everything. And kind of everyone from that group ain't like dropping as consistently as they were. And but to see Ade Hakim, to see Kwan Lee, mm-hmm. just to see even the artists back at home from Botswana, just to see independent artists, like you said, it's it's, it's sick, man. Hey, hey, and and two, city. even the people we've surrounded ourselves with here in the city, too, you know, it's it's and become friends with, you know, mm. built relationships with artists who are independent. It gives me a whole other appreciation for the grind, right? Mm. Like to see how much it takes to get to even just, you know, whatever place these artists are in i think it's 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 a super super crazy thought yeah yeah it's all just it's dope to see that these young generation artists are like woke with that like you mentioned that stay out late Mm. collective it's Mm. like a rap collective or group from toronto and like they're Mm. having these panels with like other artists. yeah they're not old people yeah they're not old like they're They're in their 20s yeah maybe young 30s but yeah they're like just teaching artists like how to you know, and it comes back in the industry it Ooh. comes back i think to i don't just not social media but technology in general like now we like chandy was saying we have all the tools we can do whatever you you can do whatever you want by yourself you know that team will help you but you don't mm. need that big label yeah sure exactly. it helps sure it helps right to distribute and market whatever but i mean if you're you're the product yourself if you can't you should be able to do that you know what i mean at some some at to some degree yourself yeah he was also saying he'd rather get a million streams all on his own, like owning masters mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. a billion, but he's with the label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see the same amount of money. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Really? <laughs> Damn. In reality. All right. Let's talk about the unknown. Let's get into the unknown. New segment. I mean, not OG New segment. segment. New segment on unknown. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the next segment. <laughs> Here, unlike down the wire, the transitions are far less smooth, but we acknowledge <laughs> that. We acknowledge that. Um, all right, we're going to get into the unknown here. Who wants to start? Me. Yeah, I knew you, you, you were excited for this one. Yes. Let's hear it, man. So, into the unknown. I've, y'all already heard those uh, Sasa Class songs to go listen to, because that's basically mm-hmm. into the unknown slash homegrown hits, so mm-hmm. go check those ones out. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yep, yeah. but... Um, in terms of Into the Unknown, there's this girl from New York. Don't know where specifically, but her name is, I don't know, excuse my pronunciation, Naja, Naja Young. I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I first heard her on uh, Ada Hakim's brother's album. Fuck, what was that album called? But anyway, it was on a single called Garner. Fuck, what was that album called? Ah, oh, whatever. But, uh... Yeah, so Naja Young is fucking sick. She she's a great singer. Can you spell it? Um, N A J A and Young, uh, two different words. Young uh, as in young thug. Yeah, young as in like a young person. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know. So um, she's got two albums out, like a projects. Uh, one called Stretching, which was dropped in 2018. Fuck. 1818. Yeah. <laughs> and one that actually dropped last year called Here Goes Nothing. And I actually haven't uh, listened to the newest album. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yo, I follow on the gram. She's been dropping some snippets. And I'm excited because she's got a cool aesthetic and everything. You know, she hangs with the Ada Hakim and Master Holy. So cool. I fuck with. Exactly, she's bro. Like, be cool. I love these artists because they're so. Uh, 
I don't know. They 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 bring they give me like an old hip hop feel, but still something still bring something new to the table. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Nadra Young, and just a quick shout out to to Master Holy. He just dropped two albums this year. Um, out of nowhere, I haven't even listened to them yet. Like twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Two albums already. Yep. And uh, I think he dropped them at the same time. They came out together. Oh cool. One's called Remedies for the Hood, and the other one's called Holy. Fuego, Fugo, Fuego, Fuego, Holy Fuego. I'm gonna <laughs> tap into that. Uh, I know that Ade usually produces his shit. Um, I don't know if he did on all these other tracks because yo, I'm only trying to hear the Ade beats. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, yeah, check out all that shit. All these are all New York artists. Cool. I'm gonna go to Chicago and talk about my man, my fucking Mello, M F N, M E L O. If you guys are trying to find him. Um, I, I, I found him through this group called Pivot Gang. I was looking for new music, a song called Soho Freestyle by Pivot Gang featuring Coda the Friend. Really great track. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm liking the actual, like, like, and try to find bars again. This song's full of them. Um, but anyways, I've went to Pivot Gang, backtracked through them. Pivot Gang's a great group. I'll talk about them in a little second, but motherfucking Mello, I want to talk about him first. Very slept on. His album, Everybody Eats, his newest one, I think it was in 2019. I could be, it could be 2020. I could be butchering that. Um, I haven't listened to that one as much because I went right for his old one. Um, but his out, first album is called Melodramatics. Songs Lately, uh, The Giver, and Can't Even Do It. Sorry. Yeah, Can't Even Do It. I can't even read my own writing. I gotta fix that, especially in these scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, th- those are the key tracks off this album. Um, Melodramatics, super... Like, I've just been trying to really find this, like, like bars, but, like, lo-fi, kind of, like, chilled Where? out, you know what I mean? Like, kind of smoking music, but not, mm. like, nonsense, you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> Turn off that racket. Like, I want to hear content, but I don't want to be, like, it, it to be so aggressive. Yeah. You know I, mean? yeah. I find this, him especially is uh, really, really, really good at capturing that kind of sound I'm really into right now. So yeah, Melodramatics, really great album. That was um, 2017, and then Everybody Eats was 2019. Okay, I was okay. I got that, but yeah, Everybody Eats. I haven't listened to that one as much, but I can only it's it, it's it's same kind of vibes. But uh, Melodramatics is one I'm really focusing on. But Pivot Gang Two is another group, and that's uh, that's got Saba. Saba's a, he's a bit more he's a bit bigger, biggest one in the group at least. And then Joseph Chilliams, uh, Fresh Waters, and Motherfucking Mello. They get two in-house producers uh pivot squeak or squeak pivot and then um day day pivot and just the group of them they're just they're it's nice i love the collectives you know what i yeah, mean if you can sounds sick i love kari akenya adam ness and mick jenkins oh Th- mick J- mick those people are just like it, tied into them they're not actual members of it. it's mm. just four of them as the actual group but mick jenkins and smino both have insane features on their last album um but yeah it's it, the the whole group this this kind of sound from Chicago it's it's fucking it's cool it's I, I like it it's West Coast esque in nature but I mean it comes with the Chicago bars which oh, I yeah. really uh, I really like it's a good good hybrid yeah rap collectives are dope rap collectives are dope need more rap groups I more rap, rap groups it's your go it's your go me That's yeah your, <laughs> well, my opinion okay uh, this guy's from Toronto okay. He's like underground, but if you know, you know, like people from Toronto listen, you're gonna be like, oh, no, this guy's mm. big. But his name's Toby, T O B I. Toby slaps. He's Toby sick slaps. As fuck. He you put me on to Toby. Says his music is uh, like unapologetic soul music. 
and I got on him with his album Still, and Still, <laughs> Still, fam, and uh, he's the not... song City Blues blew up to the point where the game remixed it. Yeah, damn. On, um, and th- the game talks about deep shit like rape and stuff like that. Like on, on that, the like beat, a girl that like, he knows like getting in that situation and he had to kill a guy that was one of his boys because he was witnessing that go down and shit holy shit he went deep on it and like that city blues song kind of put me on him that album still came out in 2019 but he dropped an album in 2020 called elements volume one and he this guy just keeps elevating bro like dude he spits though like it's not even like don't take unapologetic soul music as like r&b vibes like this man spits yeah he can spit and he can sing well like he sings like a motherfucker too and matter (laughs) sings like a bird man (laughs) matter on elements volume one listen to that it's a dope song and there's like a, that whole project's dope but that song uh yeah makes you feel some type of way that's dope shout out to the talk about canadian artist about yeah toby 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 ross <laughs> is he he's pretty is he he's pretty big right now yeah he's pretty big he's probably like the most uh he's probably the biggest of like the toronto underground Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would still call him underground though. But like, if you were, he'd be like the biggest of the Toronto underground. He's just kind of breaking that yeah, bubble he's now. He's made a Toronto like remix song with like Javier Mighty. Mm-hmm. Oh I shit! Think, like Jazz Cartier or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, I, I I've seen that track. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, boss man. Pleasure to have you again. Yes, sir. Peace out, guys. Catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>